Awesome. And we are back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We have got a very special guest today. We've got David from Stumble Upon Rumble. Uh, if you don't know, it is the biggest, latest uh, boxing game to come out on the blockchain. And yes, at some stage during this podcast, we will do a little 1v1. And we did a test run before happening. Uh, and I can confirm I did get absolutely blasted. But don't worry about <laughs> that. David, over to you, my friend. How are you? Hey, man. Yeah, glad to be here. I'm good. Excited uh, to tell everyone about what we're doing here and what's coming soon. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, like before we get into the nuts and bolts of what Stumble Upon Rumble actually is, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Who are you? What's your origin story uh, in crypto and more importantly, crypto gaming? Yeah, for sure. So my background is uh, I studied economics and uh, before I also worked at like a mobile startup, um, I joined crypto like on a personal level in like the bear market late 2018, 2019, which is a pretty rare case, I would say, because a lot of people, they join when the hype is there and then they either get burned and decide to stick around or they leave again. But I actually like, I was already kind of reading up on crypto and everything, but I was kind of, you know, staying away in 2017 from all the hype. And then when prices were back down, I was like getting deeper into it, started buying a little bit and then, um, you know, getting more deep into it as time progressed. Um, in early 21, I actually got my first like job in the crypto space. Uh, I joined like the research team of Crypto Banter when they were still uh, much smaller than they are today. And I was already working on Stumble from Rumble on the side. It's kind of like a passion project with two of our, uh, you know, earliest team members. And then, you know, obviously the whole game boom happened in 21 and early 22, we decided to really go full time with Stumble Upon Rumble. Um, and yeah, we've been working on that ever since. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. So what was the, what was, uh, so you obviously came in at a very interesting time. Like, dude, what was the first coin you ever bought? I think it was um, called like Digitex or something. It was like an exchange was uh, someone recommended me to buy it and I, I did it. And then uh, obviously Bitcoin, I bought it around at the same time. And from there on, just kept buying. I bought, I bought a bunch of shit as well. It's completely <laughs> that now. <laughs> did it uh, Did it go to zero or did it actually like moon? It mooned and then I held it and it eventually went to zero. <laughs> oh, Christ. Okay, dude. Nice. So what's, um, so what's the origin story of Stumble and Rumble? How did that actually come to fruition? Yeah, so it was an idea that I kind of had for a longer time already. Um, kind of like combining two of my old favorite games, uh, which is like the old Zelda games and Punch Out. Like this kind of like a crossover. Uh, you could c consider our game that. Um, and I met Ari and Yari uh, online, and they both kind of shared this vision also to build like a skill based game, is what we really wanted to do. Uh, that's on mobile, because like a lot of mobile games today are like very. Uh, pay to win and stuff like you need to you know you have a bunch of upgrades and timers and it's basically like a way to get as, as much microtransactions out of the user as possible and we really wanted to get like this old type of game back where you beat your friends and, and you know you kind of taunt them with it because you, you really it, it meant something to win basically and we wanted to give players today this feeling back by creating like an arcade game but with modern technology kind of thing yeah nice and then how does like crypto and the blockchain 
actually like tie into it? Like, how have you managed to add that? Yeah, so obviously at like the most obvious level is just like the cosmetics and NFTs for that. So digital ownership, I mean, that's just like the way that NFTs are going to get major adoption, in my opinion. So obviously that works in our game as well. Like we, we have a very social game with like 30 players in a room and it makes sense for players to want to basically express themselves in a certain way and look the way they want to. So we add um, NFTs for that. So people really own the, the items that they have. And we have very interesting features with like um, token fights or like bets, if you could call it that. And um, we've created like a very dynamic economy around that as well, where um, the value also goes back to the users, uh, et cetera. So, but I'll, I'll tell more about that later. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, I mean, like I've, uh, you know, full, full, full disclosure, I did mint a pair of gloves and when I first got them, they weren't the ones I wanted because I was hoping for some like Dragon Ball Z or maybe like Sub-Zero <laughs> uh, style gloves. But the more I've played the game and the, the more I've fallen in love with my green little pink uh, pink dotted gloves. Um, so, dude, I'm super stoked like, when we get on a little bit further to do like a, an actual uh, a live live demonstration. Um, so I'd like to know more about like the actual game mechanics. So I know you've, you're, 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 you're changing the way like gaming and staking is actually done. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So uh, we actually wrote a thread about this uh, last week and it's, it's a big, big problem in crypto games, especially where you have like a lot of token holders who are like part of the community and stuff and they want the game to be made. But then when games come, when they start, you know, shipping either like an alpha or like a beta version, you see that the show up is so much lower than a total amount of token holders. So it kind of leaves the question, like, do these people really want the games or do they want the games so others can play them, you know? Um, but of course, as a, as a project, you really want to involve all the token holders. You want them to be part of the community. You want them to be part of the whole economy. So they also create value. Um, and of course, if they're more involved, then they're also just become more loyal members of the community and more loyal diamond-handed token holders. So what we're actually yeah. doing is, yeah, we're creating a way to involve those people into the economy through staking. So they don't have to necessarily get in the game, play a lot and get skilled to be able to place bets themselves. But they can actually just go through our dashboard, see, see through like all the, the player stats, and then, for example, they see, okay, Dan, he's, he's a great player. He has a great track record. I want to stake my tokens behind him. And then every time you're fighting, they're kind of uh, putting their bets on you as well. So when you win, they win tokens. But if you lose, they also lose tokens. And that way, they're still participating in the whole, like, value uh, economy. Um, their, you know, their earnings also get uh, fees uh, involved with them. And they also get burned. So they, they really get involved in the whole process, but they don't need to actually play for hours a day. They can just chill. Maybe they can watch you, you know, if you're doing a live stream, they can they can see how you're doing, but they don't really need to actually be on the game a lot themselves. Yeah, because that's, that's always been like a really interesting concept because I am, um, so I come from like a, I come from like a gaming background. I played like a lot of RuneScape, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, um, played some of it semi-competitively with like uh, guilds and clans um but when i found that i actually didn't have 
the actual time to dedicate like 10 hours a day to these games, um, I found that like I was watching them more and I wanted to get involved, but I couldn't because there's never a platform or actually I couldn't be bothered to look, but still there was never a platform that would allow me to almost like back the, the teams and the guilds and the clans uh, that I wanted. Um, so is this kind of like your take on almost like esports betting? Yeah, you could definitely see it that way because in our dashboard, you also see like uh, the rankings of our players. So you, you see leaderboards, you can filter it on different things. So you can also look at more up and coming players, but you also see like the top players were like consistently profitable who are, um, you know, got the most wins, the best win ratio. So you can definitely see like the most skilled players uh, represented in that way. And they also get backing because they are so good. So they're on top of the leaderboard. So they might get a lot of backing. And because part of that backing goes back to the player, the kind of esporters also get like a large cut of that revenue. Um, yeah. Yeah, nice. Uh, who's, uh, has, has, that, um, has that leaderboard gone live now? Um, it isn't live yet. Like we have a little preview of it, how it's gonna look. Uh, I could I could share the screen uh, to show you. Yeah, because I was gonna I was gonna ask for like the early alpha, like in the in the beta test, and like who, who's number one, who's actually like winning, and who should I be backing my money behind? <laughs> I I can't tell you exactly the player's name, but on OpenSea you can kind of filter uh, through the trades and you see how many wins every pair of glove has. I believe there's one person who's got over 100 wins already with like a couple of fight nights. So he's, he's good. Like we, we've seen people go on 25 win streaks during uh, the, the beta, like the, the whole fight night stuff. So there's definitely some people that are really uh, showing their skill already. Wow. Well, and, uh, and I, I can confirm for the audience out there, it is uh, neither me or David who has that kind of win streak. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately not, no. So let me yeah, just pull up the. Can you see my screen now? Uh, it's gonna come up. Boom. Yeah. So this is the uh, like the threat we wrote recently, and you can see this is like a staking dashboard. So you have a list of players, and you have different type of people. So these are like the esporters, like the top players. When you go to that tab. Uh, the most backed players, the most wins, but also fast growing. So like with smaller backings, uh, but people are really catching up. You can see new fighters up and coming. So you have a bunch of filters and we'll also add like a filter button where you can go for like a specific win range and stuff. So you see these players and you can add your stake to them. And when you actually press more details, you'll actually see stuff like this. So you'll see like uh, their last performance, how they did you can see how much they play, how much uh, wins they got, how many uh, matches they play, how much time they play per week. Because, of course, you also want them to be active. So they place a lot of bets. So you're earning tokens and stuff. Um, so yeah, that's how it's going to look like. It's almost like a DeFi dashboard for a game. So like, like what, nice. you, what, you hear, what you hear a lot is that projects, like DeFi projects are kind of like um, gamifying their DeFi product. But we're more like a game this adding like DeFi elements to the game. So it's kind of like the opposite. And that's the one thing I have been saying that I'm extremely bullish on um, throughout like the next 12 to 18 months. It's how can you, how can you gamify like what you're doing? Because 
Dude, I'll be honest, when you're just like farming or like doing some kind of like farming loop on a DeFi protocol, dude, it's boring as shit. And if there's like better yield somewhere else, you are definitely going to move. And I think what mm-hmm. projects like yourself and there's a few other ones like uh, Spiderdex as well, what you guys are doing extremely well is gamifying, gamifying DeFi, but then you're DeFiing GameFi. That's the way you're doing it. You're DeFiing yeah. GameFi. Um, exactly. to then actually give people the incentive to to be here we can all relate to this boxing game we've all played um you know 2d almost like side scrolling style games arcade games like this and for the gamers out there they will have all of those memories and the game this reminded me of and uh, this was something i had on sega like the original 16-bit sega was a uh, two it was two crude dudes or two rude crude dudes and it was literally like this kind of graphics, just side scrolling, um, just like kicking cans, beating. I can't remember what the enemy was, but it was like a, it was a weird hog, almost like Duke Nukem style. Um, yeah, and I, I think that's going to bring like a lot of uh, a lot of nostalgia to people. Um, so, I, dude, I am well excited to see that. When does all like the dashboard and the staking officially go live? Uh, so, what we've got coming up soon is our token launch. Of course, we need a token for this stuff to go live first, uh, but we also need like part of like the whole funding and stuff to really build out the this last part of the game because this is, of course, a very delicate part of the game. You know, there's real value at stake. You don't want these contracts to get exploited. Uh, you don't want people to basically ruin the whole economy by finding ways to exploit the bets in the game and stuff. So we need to get this stuff out of it as well and, you know, get proper support for it. So... It's coming. Like the, a lot of the game is is done. Like it's already playable. You've seen it. A bunch of our community members are actively playing it. Uh, it's just like these last key points that we still need to do. Um, so I, I'd say like a couple of months. Yeah, nice. And then what's what's uh what's the token actually called? It's called a uh, glove. So the glove token, oh. based on like the boxing glove. It's like a golden so golden cool. boxing glove. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, is there, was there, oh, I didn't see, but was there a pair of golden, like rare golden boxing gloves out there? Yeah, to wear in a game, yeah, there is, there is one as well. So one on one. What other kind of like gear are you going to be giving like people to use for their characters? Um, so there's currently three ways that you can customize your character. Well, actually four, if you count the gloves as well. Uh, but you can change the way your character looks. You can change the hat that your character is wearing. And you can change the arena that you're fighting from. So when you're the person that's on a winning streak, basically the entire environment changes to um, your arena, the one that you have selected. And everyone's now walking around and viewing that arena. So it's also an opportunity, for example, for um, like a skilled players for advertising, for example. Because if you're constantly streaking, then there's like 30 players constantly walking around in your room. And you could add like a, a billboard to it where it's like, for example, blockmates being advertised when you're when you're fighting, everyone sees like a billboard in the game with like blockmates, that kind of stuff. Um, and then one wow. of the- so are you gonna are you gonna open this up to like real world advertising then as well? Yeah, that's definitely in the plans as well. And part of what we're also gonna do is kind of have these interstitial ads that are kind of optional and also share in the revenue. So kind of like a brave browser model, but then in game with like in game mobile ads. Oh, wow, dude, that is so cool. And when it comes to actual arenas, like, are you going to be basing these off um, kind of like 
historical themes. The one, I, I don't know why, it's, it's because I was writing it for the newsletter today, but like, um, are you going to have like, like a, like a Pokemon stadium theme or something uh, like really famous boxing arenas or, or such? Yeah. I mean, probably not Pokemon because we're going to get our asses sued, but um, I mean, currently like for the first batch that we did, we kind of kept it generic, uh, you know, just some common day-to-day themes like environments that you see. Uh, but we also want to do like theme drops. We actually have some pretty fun stuff for kind of like a crypto theme. Whereas for example, like uh, uh, like a fed, fed building and there's like the money printers so you can, you can see like the meme with the guys the old guys in suits turning the money printers and that kind of stuff so we do want to add like some dynamic ones as well um yeah so oh. it's, it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of different things imagine having like um a pond or a lily and then having like loads of little like pepes just dancing around and like jumping at the sides that would be so cool. yeah that would be sick as well that's definitely a good one so what's a, um What's the actual like future looking like? Because on one of your posts, you're talking about, um, and we briefly touched on it now, like incentivizing players. And obviously a lot of people like to watch gaming. Um, what kind of like routes are you potentially thinking about going down uh, in that way? So we hope to attract as a major stream. Uh, I mean, of course, every game hopes for to get streamer coverage. Uh, but we actually also do have plans to incentivize that. So one of the things that actually serves as a big incentive is the whole token staking thing. So for a streamer, for example, they, of course, also want more engaged viewers. And if their viewers are actually staking their tokens behind them, then they're like super connected to the content you're making. Because when they're watching you and you're winning fights, they're also winning tokens and they're also getting value. So they, you know, they really feel the excitement when you're fighting because they actually have something on the line. And in, in addition to that, they actually earn as well because on every basically stake fight, the winnings, um, there's also a fee involved in that. So, for example, uh, you know, we have this explained in the thread, but if you if the staker wins like 100 tokens to the total stake amount, then like a small percentage of that will be burned, but a percentage of that would also be given to the player who's staking uh like who's who's staking is received so basically the player uh so the more backing that he has the the larger the stake that he has behind him the more of this fees that he's getting so if you are like a very big streamer and you have like super large backing behind you then every fight you're playing you're basically getting free tokens from these fees as well as stuff like affiliate programs where they're can refer people and then they get tokens based on certain metrics and that kind of stuff oh very nice uh, and i just want to very quickly just share one of my screens this one because you have some very very interesting people already in on this project as well um and i guess the big question here is out of all of these people who is currently winning? Who is like the best stumble upon rumbler here? <laughs> so this is actually just like the tip of the iceberg. We need to really update this soon. Because as we currently standing, I think the last time I counted, we had like 41 or 42 integrated partners. And this varies from like L1 blue chips, like Neo Tokyo, uh, Llamaverse, uh, Pixelmon. 
but also for actually like L2 Arbitrum DeFi projects like Premia, we got uh, Sparta Dex, uh, we even have like a Do- Dopex Diamond Pepe character. So we really have like a very diverse uh, group of partners. And it's also a lot of to touch back on the cosmetics from, from before. Um, so we don't just have like general kind of characters you can wear, but actually all of these partners you can play uh, as in the game if you own one of their assets. So for example, if you hold a certain NFT of another partner's collection, then holding that NFT is the, the thing that unlocks the character in the game. Uh, so when you see, for example, uh, a Camelot Knight in the game, you know it's actually like a Grail token holder and not just some random guy who bought a Camelot character in the game, but it's actually like the community itself. I'm, uh, I'm going to be looking forward to seeing little Spartans uh, in-game, in because I know that will be our Sparta decks, and I know uh, Hubert has been working extremely hard behind the scenes on it, so I will gladly back my gloves on him and the Spartan team. And, uh, and I think, like... <laughs> There'll be, there'll be all those memes, right, of uh, this is Sparta as he, like, kicks somebody uh, out of the ring and just uh, letting it fly, okay? So you've got a lot of cool people. So is, um, I've got to ask, like, is, is Alex Becker going to be coming on? Or, like, Elio Trades? Because I remember they were the big game fire bulls, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, they, they don't really back individual projects as much anymore. Um, I mean, we're kind of like a Neo-Tokyo which is their NFT collection, like native project, because I've been in there since the start. It's a very gaming founder oriented community. Uh, so we've been involved there from the start. And we also want to include them in the things that we do. Uh, hopefully they, they pick it up eventually as well. And, uh, you know, maybe give it a little shout out, but but we'll see. Good, because I want to see them fight because they've they've like... They, they talk a really good game about finding games and what to look for in games. But I want to know if they're actually like, if they're good at games, like if they play Call of Duty, will they have uh, a three to one uh, uh, kill death ratio? Or are they just one of the noobs who runs around with like, like in Modern Warfare? Uh, I think it was like Modern Warfare 2 on Terminal. We just run around with like uh, <laughs> a noob tube and just completely just keep noob tubing people. I'd love to know what style of gamer they are. I think that'd be hilarious. Yeah, that'd be fun. It would definitely be fun, yeah absolutely hilarious and then real real money gaming like what's that and how does that come into it yeah so that's basically in our name for like the whole token fight kind of betting uh stuff in the game so it's a very it's a it's a newer but very up and coming uh part of the gaming market i think last i checked like there's not exactly great data about it yet but i think it was estimated to be around two billion dollar market in 21 um, and you see this especially in like emerging markets uh, where there's like less of a taboo around it. For example, in India, which is like a, you know, uh, up and coming uh, market for games as well. And when you look at like the total revenue scheme uh, for games, for example, cosmetics and actually like uh, console sales, they're like pretty lacking uh, in terms of like how much revenue to make up of the total. But when you look at for example, um, the real money gaming market, you actually make up a third of that. So it's like very big there. There was a stat that I think 50% of Indian Gen Z gamers are like actively playing in real money gaming. So it's like a huge thing there. And what you often see is that these kind of trends uh, that happened in emerging markets also later come to like the Western market and we kind of, you know, take that over. Um, you're already seeing it a little bit in, uh, for example, skills, with the Z, it's like a US-based company, a uh, public company. And they did like $2.5 billion in in-game bets 
2021. So there's definitely some, you know, some adoption happening already, even in the West. Uh, but we really see this um, going way beyond, especially with, with you know, the rise of Web3, where people are more um, kind of used to having real value in the digital world and stuff. So I think it's going to, it's definitely moving in that direction. So will you be will you literally be able to like buy and sell stuff for, for real life gold coins? In the is game, how, like real for, hey, is that oh, okay, okay, is that okay? I see how that works then. Yeah. I see how that works. Yeah, okay, sweet. So you, you're gonna go from block blockchain gaming into EA sports. I love it. Right. I um my guys is looking really at yeah, I want a hat on my guy because this is the second NFT that I've got minted for a game and it's been bald. First one I did was like in the beacon and it was a bald, grumpy, miserable thing. My guy now just looks bald and savage. Um, I think we do a little in-game demonstration. For those of you who are just uh, listening, um, you're just going to have to listen to the funny sound effects that will probably pop up. If you're watching, please give us a thumbs up um, because I would actually like to win this one. Yeah, let me hop in a game. And yes, my, my gamer tag in crypto is the barbecue man. So if you ever see the barbecue man <laughs> somewhere, it's probably me. <laughs> this is good to know. All right. So oh, there we go. Look you at can that. see me now. So you can chat here. So you know, do a little bit of trash talking. Kick your ass. <laughs> Whoa, here we go. So, so normally, it's just the two of us now, but of course, normally there would be like up to 30 people here standing around the ring, also chatting, you know, watching the fight. And everything yeah, and happens like, in real time, of course. So like we're both moving at the same time, both punching at the same time. It's not like turn-based stuff. Dude, one thing that you're going to actually have to do is um, the people that are just chilling at the side uh, we'll be able to like, you know, do some bench presses, you know, do some bicep curls. And if you get a sponsorship for like uh, protein works or something, that'd be unreal. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. I also want to make the, the boxing, like the punching bags, actually make them like movable and punchable. That would be fun. Dude, this is so degen. Oh, look at that. Lost again. All right, let's go one more time. Look at sure. you. Look at you. Like we were saying earlier, like in this like weight now, you should definitely be able to punch each other because if you if I've just gone on like a twenty five uh, losing streak, I just want to be keep trolling you or like in Halo <laughs> where you just like teabag each other. So funny. So you can actually like, troll better as a winner because you can actually punch like the people when there's people standing here on the sides. For example, here you can just punch them and kind of taunt them. So if you're on a twenty five win streak and you're punching people on the sides, then they definitely get a. Uh, it definitely gets to them eventually. Okay, so we have a punch, a, a super power kick, and a whoop, whoop, and a block. Yeah, so it's kind of like a, a little bit rock paper scissor, where not not in a random sense, but that everything has a strength and a weakness. So, oh, and this is but this what's most. What's most important in the game is really the movement. So you need to kind of deceive your opponent into making them think you're going one way, but actually going another. There's actually, like, ladies and gentlemen, there's actually quite a lot of skill. 
uh, doing this in this. Kind of yeah, wish looks- I said I, I wish I hadn't said that. I used to play a lot of like RuneScape, World of Warcraft, uh, Call of Duty. Cause I'm getting absolutely smashed. <laughs> it's it's very easy to like start with because the me- mechanics are very simple, but there's like a very large skill gap that you can still cover. Like the difference between a new player and like a very good player is is really large. And what what have you found to be like the tactics uh, of people who have won? So it's it's mainly about the movement. Like what you see with new players is they walk like in direct lines a little bit. So they press one key at the time, like going up, going sideways. But like the best players are really just mailing buttons all at once and just really like, you know, start confusing the opponent because they got no idea what, what their next move is going to be. Literally, it's just button bash. It's like um, Street Fighter 4, where you just like button bashing. Kind of. <laughs> oh, mate, I, that was the fastest one. Absolutely schooled. All right. I don't think I can have public embarrassment like that anymore. Take that off. <laughs> I should have let you won once. I know, I know, right? Just for like, just for, for, for purposes of the internet and, and show. Hilarious, dude. Hilarious. I've got to say, like, when I was testing this out yesterday, um, it's very easy. It's very smooth. There was, like, literally no issues from downloading the game, installing it, to creating an account, connecting my wallet, which then linked in my uh, green spotted gloves. Like, dude, this was, complete for me, completely flawless. Um, Where, like, you've obviously got, like, a a region um, button here. Like where are the uh, on you know bigger mass launch? What kind of like regions are you going to be uh, launching with? Uh, so we kind of want to roll it out a little bit more focused initially, also so we have like a you know group players on the same server, so it's not like spread across three players here, three players there, because it's going to start smaller, of course. Uh, so I mean, obviously, I mentioned India as being really big in uh, real money gaming. We would love to make a big initial presence there and really um, take this whole new system of real money gaming and introduce to them first because they're so used to it. Um, But after that, also, of course, just the major markets, uh, US. And what we like to do is also uh, combine regions uh, where it's like cheaper user acquisition on the one hand, but also like higher value people on our end. For example, Brazil and US, they're pretty decently close to each other. Uh, but user acquisition is very uh, cheap in Brazil, so we can get lots of users, fill up the servers, and then start dabbling into like the U.S. market, see how the revenue is for those players. But they actually do have players to play against. So if you start from scratch right in the U.S. market, then user acquisition cost is going to be very expensive to really get to like a playable skill where there's always like servers with activity happening. So Yeah, and where's your, where's your biggest uh, player base at the moment? It's pretty spread out. Um, I would say the biggest ones are EU. Um, that's where we're seeing most of the players, but like individual countries. Um, I think the Philippines is very big. But of mm. course, they also had this whole play to earn wave with Axie and stuff. So they're very far in adopting like crypto games already. So I guess, I guess that's where we're seeing the most activity. I feel like that's some early alpha then because it really is like the Filipinos, they pick up crypto games quite quickly especially ones that have like a, a lot of potential to you know make whoever's playing you know good 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 revenue yeah mm. yeah hopefully right. it's a good signal 
Hey, definitely good signal. Definitely good signal. And um, before we move on to some quick fire anonymous questions, uh, is there anything like you'd like to to cover? Um, I mean, we got a big announcement coming up. I would definitely advise everyone uh, to look into that. So yesterday we kind of teased it. Um, so we we did a poll like the best way to launch a token. And our community definitely said that they like the whole fair launch approach. It also makes a lot of sense to us because we're quite far already. Like, you know, the game is pretty far. It's not like you buy our token and then two years from now, you're going to play the alpha version for the first time. Like we already have the game and the token is going to be implemented and usable in the game pretty soon. So we want to get it out directly to the public. So we're actually going to do uh, a fair launch soon. So this is the first time I'm really saying it officially so we're going to fair launch our token our glove token soon uh so you know definitely stay stay tuned for that and then also yes. go through those threads <laughs> yeah go through those threads to really see like to understand the value and understand like the uniqueness of our economy and how it's really just it hasn't been done before so okay and if um if someone didn't have time to like read the thread how would you uh tldr the uh the thread of like why it's special. I mean, just considering that what we just talked about with real money, real money gaming, um, we're the first game to really have real money gaming and value uh, betting in this kind of social setting. So you know, a lot of them are turn-based, but we really have it like in a direct, real-time multiplayer social setting. People are chatting. I'm watching other people win or lose tokens. It's like a real deeper layer to the whole experience. And then the whole staking thing where we're involving the passive token holder into like the game economy and into the thrill of experiencing the wins and losses, it's it hasn't been done before. So I guess that's like the short the short version of why you should be excited about it. That's why people should pay attention to this, because it literally is the first of its kind, which is why I think this is going to be so special. Um are you able to give any more information about the uh the public fair launcher talks i know that will be on everybody's mind that now you've just dropped that alpha um i can't say too much yet we like we got we got some information coming up in the coming days uh what i can say is that it will be a large um a large batch of the total supply so it's really going to be focused on the public getting those tokens in the hands of like the people who want to be involved and it's really just going to be completely up to the people. So, you know, depending on how much interest there is, how much capital is committed, that d- decides the valuation. It's not like we had, we charge a fixed price for the token or anything. It's really like, let's see, um, let's see where it goes. And uh, true, yeah, true PVP in a PVP game. Absolutely yeah. love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So let's move on to the, the quick fire anonymous questions. Uh, we've got six to go through and all I want is your first answer or the first thing uh, that really comes to mind. Question one, pineapples on pizza, yes or no? Yes. Do you let your team beat you at Stumble Upon Rumble? Yes. All-time favourite game? Uh, Call of Duty. Oh, which one? Black Ops 2. Interesting choice. Uh, pick one C tier to go 1v1 on Stumble Upon Rumble with. It could be anyone. One C tier, crypto Twitter person, you mean? Yep. 
Um, getting Z would be fun because if this is like outspoken uh, personality. Well, okay, Gain Gainsey, you you heard it here first. If you're watching, my friend, let's get in touch and let, let let's let's have a showdown right here. We get like a personalized character <laughs> and just we just go one v one against David. And then finally, what legacy do you want to leave in the crypto industry? Um, I really hope that this new kind of real money gaming system picks up, especially the whole uh, you know finding ways to involve the, the token holders and not just the gamers. I think uh, I really hope that we can make an impact with what we're doing here and uh, seeing many games follow our lead in this eventually. Um, I think you're on the way to doing that. I think this is this is new. This is going to be shiny. And I think, mate, what you're about to create and let loose on the public is going to be freaking awesome. Um, and to finish off, where can we find you? You know, what are your socials? Uh, best place to follow us would uh, probably be Twitter. Uh, so stumble you rumble or you search for stumble upon rumble. Um, you can also find a link tree like our discord there. Uh, you can find discord.gg slash stumble upon rumble and you can join to our uh, server. That's like the most engaging way you can speak to the whole team directly. Like we're very involved. Uh, the whole team is. We're not like one of these teams that don't really hop into the community or don't really you know talk to the people we're always there you can ping us directly we, we'll we'll speak to you we love to talk to people about our game and you know if you're just there for the major announcements then probably just stick to twitter and see all the big updates there awesome david any closing words from you mate um no, i just want to want to thank you for uh, having us here uh you know obviously excited to spread the word about this to more people and uh, yeah, I wanted to thank everyone for listening, hearing our story, and hopefully, uh, you know, we'll see you in the ring soon. Ladies and gentlemen, that was David from Stumble Upon Rumble, legend. <laughs> oh, yeah. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and do all that funky jazz. I'll put all of our links down there. I'll put all of David's links down there. Um, and then, you know, do that cool stuff. Peace. <laughs>